Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand booing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. And we just had the divisional rounds hit us. Ron, how what's how are you feeling right now? I'll admit, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this matchup these uh, for this weekend. I thought these games were okay. Um, you know, they weren't anything too exciting, but, you know, I'm... I'm I'm good with the teams that are left. Um, and I think we're going to have a, a good weekend. And whatever the matchup is in the Super Bowl, it's going to be... I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we. I definitely... I was more happier, happier this week because we actually saw teams playing defense. Mm-hmm. We actually saw teams scheming. And, you know, Jalen Hurts came back. So we saw a lot of things. So we'll get it to the news. We'll talk about the divisional games and then we'll go into the conference games if you're interested in what we're talking about go ahead and hit the subscribe button hit the notification button hit the like button because you know you love hearing from it so once you give that love back to us to run uh the niners offensive line that one of the dudes got arrested is this a big defensive deal line, defensive, a end. defensive end is yeah. it a big deal or not I don't know. Uh, we'll see if he plays. Um, don't know exactly all the details, but looks like he was uh, arrested on misdemeanor uh, domestic violence um, for pushing his girlfriend to the ground. That is the allegations. Um, police didn't find any evidence of uh, any vis- visible physical um, injuries at all. Doesn't mean that nothing's happened. Um and it looks like she also declined medical attention from what I'm reading. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. He's a rotational player, I think. Um, obviously, it's a bad... You don't want this to happen at any time, right? But, you know, be to be right here in the middle of the playoffs and to have this be a little bit of a distraction is, uh, is obviously, I'm sure they're disappointed. Um, so they made a statement saying that they are in the process of gathering further information and obviously, they haven't made any decisions about whether or not he's playing or not this uh, this week. Yeah, we're recording this on the Tuesday night. Do you think that he's going to play or do you think that they'll take, quote unquote, disciplinary actions and not have him play? What's your what's your feeling on this? I don't know. It can go either way. Um, like I said, it's an allegation. There were no physical injuries. Um, so it's really her word versus his. At this point, I don't know what his word is. Uh, there's no statements from him or anything like that. So um, if I was to guess, I, I would say he's playing unless something changes between now and and Sunday. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at his stats and they have him listed as questionable. That doesn't mean a lot because if you listed questionable, they'll play. Even if you listed doubtful, right, they'll play. But it's not like, I mean... If I'm looking at it right now, he's had seven solo tackles. It's not like he's a game changer, right? Four and a half sacks. It's not like he's, you know, one of the star defensive ends. I just feel like this is just 
news that you don't want. One week before the conference championship, you don't want somebody to get out of line. I don't think that it'll affect them too, too much. Yeah, I mean, you never you want to always have your team whole going into any game. You don't want to have to deal with any of those situations. Obviously, you're going to be prepared either way. You got to have your team prepare for anything that can come up, including injuries. Um, but, you know, I'm sure they were planning to use him as a, like, to give us the a other breather, players right. yeah, rest right. and stuff like that and may, may need to consider not having him now. So we'll see how they adjust. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. It's, again, it's more of an embarrassment, something they probably don't want to be spending a lot of time talking about, you know, and they should be really focusing on on Philly. And I feel like, didn't that happen to the 49ers a couple of years ago? With, and he was like, much more prevalent than this guy. They ended up like just releasing him altogether. I don't I don't remember his name right off the bat, but I know that he was a key defensive end for the 49ers and he was like just going buck wild. They just released him. But I don't I don't think it was like right before the conference. So I don't I don't think it was the as important as maybe this one. Uh the other news we didn't get to talk about this, but your boy Matt Canada is coming back. Officially back. Officially yeah. back. Ron, yes. you told me that you weren't going to, that you could still critique what's going to happen. What's your feeling about what's going to happen? Are you still that 11 and 6 record that you so proudly uh, predicting, predicting my early yes. prediction before the season hasn't you know hasn't started yes. before we don't even know the roster and all that before the draft or trade draft free agency all yes. that stuff um, and now that you know that Matt Canada is coming back I, I I'm optimistic about the season because I, I I do I like the way we finished the season um the, the offense were started to click obviously a lot of uh young players at the start of the season while well, they're going into their second and third year now so you expect them to take a leap. Um, looking at the schedule, again, we haven't gone through drafts and free agents and all that stuff. A lot can change, but the schedule looked pretty favorable. There's a lot of teams, I think, assuming we bring our whole team back for the most part, a lot of teams I think we can beat, especially with our, assuming my our defense is as good as it was uh, down the stretch. So I'm confident. Am I happy Matt Canada is back? No, I wanted him gone. Uh, probably like 90, 95% of Steeler Nation did. Uh, at the same time, I understand a little bit to a certain extent why they did it. They didn't want to, you know, bring any changes to, to Kenny, you know, to have, to have him learn a whole new offense and all that stuff. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm optimistic that we can do a little bit better. We need to do better uh, than we did this year. You know, even down the stretch, we're scoring, I think, like 20 points per, per game. We still need to get to like, 24, 25 points per game um, for us to have some success next year. Yeah, I mean, to me, I like pick, I like Kenny. Matt Canada, I mean, that's not going to cut it, especially in the AFC. We all these quarterbacks and everyone scoring like 30 points a game. Although, you know, if you play good defense, you can mm -hmm. stop those 30 points a game. Right. But, you know, like you say, you still need to score more than the other team. So, yeah. And that's why I say, you know, 25, get us to 25. I don't know what the league average was this year. We don't have to be elite, like 30 points a game, like Kansas City or Buffalo or any of those teams. Not with our defense. I don't think we have to be that impressive, but we can't be 17 like we were this year. 17 isn't going to cut it 
It might get you to the playoffs somehow because your defense that good. But once you're there, if you can't score, you know, 24, 25 points, um, I think it's a recipe for disaster. So we go from you guys keeping Matt Canada to us finally hiring Bill O'Brien. And well, what I mean by us, I mean the New England Patriots finally hired Bill O'Brien. Yeah, you predicted it. Listen, when the rumors came out that Matt Patricia was out the door and, you know, the owner was unhappy. Well, has he left, Patricia? Technically, because his Detroit contract has expired, so that means he's no longer in the payroll. Mm -hmm. Probably going to take a lesser position or altogether just get rid of him. Um, obviously, he's in good cahoons with Bill. Bill loves him. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to get rid of him. You know, the year before he became an offensive coordinator, he was a specialist, some weird title, where he wasn't actually involved with the team, but from far away he was scouting. I don't know. It was it was a weird, weird title. But we got Bill back, so, Brian, uh, so Max should be static because now he has a real offensive coordinator. Um, it's just that, like I told you earlier, we don't know who Mac is passing. Yeah, still need weapons. You still need weapons. And I know uh, Devontae Parker is coming back, but that's the only person that I know. Mm -hmm. And other than the tight ends, I don't know who they're going to pass the ball to. So I want to see what the team does in uh, free agents and trades and the draft before I get ex really excited. Yeah. But because the defense was so good last year, this team has to be better. Yeah. It just has to be better. I think so. That's why when I looked at the schedule and you and I and uh, our buddy were talking about early predictions and where the Patriots can be, I saw 10 wins. I do. I think the schedule is pretty favorable. There's some winnable games at home and, you know, even some on the road. Uh, obviously, we don't know the dates that they play yet and we don't know the rosters yet. Um, but if you can bring back that defense and then you, you got your coordinator now, you can bring some weapons, add some weapons to that unit. Um, there's no reason they can't get to, to 10 wins. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, until I see what they do, I don't want to get too, too excited. Mm -hmm. But I'm just glad that I don't know if it was. I know, I know it was Robert Crabb that said, hey, Bill, got to do something. Yeah gotta do something well i'm glad craft is saying you know something because i can tell you Steelers ownership doesn't appear to be the new owner isn't really doing much of anything um he's kind of staying out of it leaving it for for tomlin um back in the days you know the original rooney would have said you need to get him out of here um but you know we're, we'll see where this goes this is last year for canada as far as his contract um i think he knows he needs to step up the team needs to step up or he's out the door next year yeah, so let's let's see what the progress that the, the page. Uh, so let's let's go into the divisional game because I actually watch all these games, even though I worked Saturday night. I watched it on repeat, and sometimes, you know, I know this is off topic, but I wasn't feeling well. And my favorite commercial right now, I don't know if you've seen it, it's that Nyko commercial where the the person is really really sick and he goes into the room and he's like hey boss i need to take 
for day job. But then they flash to the boss and is a toddler looking at him like, oh yeah, yeah, that's like, right. Like, <laughs> what does that have yeah. to do with me? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly how I felt this past weekend because I was just like under the weather. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, not this weekend, but the wild card weekend, I was under the weather, and I felt like, you know, having two small kids. Not so much the five-year-old. I think she understands. But I'm talking about the two-year-old doesn't really... We haven't... Just hasn't grasped the concept of empathy. Yeah. So when she saw me sick and I I, I just thought about that Nyko commercial, I was like, yeah, man, I just... I can't I can't play right now. I don't, I don't feel... <laughs> she didn't want to hear that. She looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? You... <laughs> you Come get these Barbies and yeah. fit them in the outfit and put yeah. them in the shoes that I want to. I'm just like, wow, yeah. wow. And let's let's go in let's go into the divisional games on Saturday because we actually agreed on both of these games. Start with Jacksonville at Kansas City. It was Kansas City favored by eight and a half, uh, 50 over and under. Ron, you said 23 to 30. The final score was 20 to 27. I said 27 to 31. So, Ron, are you confident about this Chiefs team? Not with Mahomes hurt, no. Um, that was a scary injury. We'll see how he looks this week, I guess, with his recovery. They haven't said he's not playing. I expect him to play through the pain. Um, and they have a much tougher matchup, obviously, with the Bengals. But the Jags, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, I was hoping. It's the team that I was, like, hoping that would win. Um I think they're up and coming. I thought they played fairly well. The fumble at the end, um, that was the final straw, uh, you know. And, it, it, you know, they just couldn't, they couldn't get the stops they, they needed to, and then they couldn't score enough points, unfortunately. But, you know, I think there are a lot, there's a lot to be, for Jacksonville, a lot to be proud of, uh, and a lot to build upon for next year. I think they're going to be here to stay. Uh, as contenders uh, in the AFC, I think overall, I mean, when they 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 weren't scared of Kansas City, and I thought that they were gonna be, you know, Trevor Lawrence was gonna have a bad game, but he actually had a decent game. I mean, yes, yeah, the Turner was definitely hurt, but I mean, one for one, he had a touchdown, two on two hundred and seventeen yards passing. I think that's pretty good. Considering that you're playing Kansas City, they're going to score a lot of points. So, I mean, when I'm looking at the halftime score, it was 17 to uh, 16. It was a pretty close game. It was game. a close game. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the play calling down the stretch. Uh, I didn't think they used uh, um, Etienne, the running back, enough. They had him out the game. Uh, it was the other running back that fumbled. I, you know. I don't know why you would take to me your best running back, maybe second best offensive player uh, off the field. Um, you know, I understand you got like a, a whole system with rotating your running backs and stuff, but when it's crucial time, when you get to the playoffs and stuff, just leave the best guy in there. And I don't know why he was like, he, he didn't play a lot that second half. Um, and to only get 10 carries in a game, I think if they look back, you know, they'd probably say, hey, we need to give him. We need to give him more touches. Yeah, I think Doug Peterson was kind of weird when he came back to the game because 
like like you said, Etienne was your best player. He was your best rusher. Ten carries is just not enough. Then when you look at Kansas City, it just seemed like everybody had a carry. Mm -hmm. It looked like I mean, when you have you have thirty carries compared to nine nineteen carries, that was like Kansas City doesn't have that that shutdown defense that everyone's talking. About. Yeah, they don't. And I know Mahomes getting hurt is probably a reason they ran a lot more in that second half. Um, that added to it. But, you know, for Jacksonville and for any team wanting to be Kansas City, you can't just go out and expect to throw 40 times um, and, and beat them. You know, you're, you're going to have to have a balanced uh, attack. You got to have to keep, you know, keep Mahomes off the field. And uh, they weren't able to do that that second half. All right, Ron. The next game that I want us to talk about the Giants Eagles game. That one had uh, Eagles were favored by seven and a half. It was forty-eight points or over and under. You predicted a twenty-one twenty-seven. It was a seven to thirty-eight final. I predicted a twenty-four to thirty-five. Ron, what what were the Giants? Why? We both thought that they, at least the Giants were going to get 20 points. What happened? <laughs> yeah, they were outclassed. Uh, there's nowhere else nowhere else to say it. Um, and Philly, you know, all this talk about how will Jalen Hurts play, still not 100%, all this. They were outclassed. Philly's the better team. They're, I think they're the best team. I, you know, I don't, no disrespect to San Francisco, and we'll talk about this week's matchup, but Philly, when Hurts has played the entire year, has been the best team the entire year in the NFL. So they were just outclassed. Um, you know, Daniel Jones didn't have a great game, struggled, got sacked a lot. I think sacked five times. Uh, Saquon probably didn't get enough carries, but the game was out of control pretty quickly. Didn't stop Philly at all. Um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, Philly has a really, really good team um, and had good, a really good chance to, win the whole thing this year yeah and then it's, it's not like it's not like philly did something outrageous right they just ran it down your throat 44 carries Jalen hurts 34 yards rushing that uh kenneth gainwell 112 yards that's ridiculous that's i mean that shouldn't happen in the playoffs unless you're a dominant team i mean a lot of it was towards the end of the game but, I mean, Philly still did whatever they wanted to do. Um, they looked like, Philly looked like a 14-3 and three team, and, and the Giants looked like a 9-7 and seven team. Uh, you know, that's what you get when you have those type of matchups. Um, so, you know, I think Philly is, is just, was just much, is much better than the Giants right now. So, having said that, and I asked you last week, do they still give Daniel Jones an extension? I think so. Um, I think he comes back. I think it's the, at, at the right price. What that price is, I don't know. Um, I don't know now with the quarterback market and what it is. It's going to be interesting to see not just him. I think Gino's the other one that's going to be out there. I think they'll both end up where, they, where they're at uh, with new contracts, with decent contracts, somewhere around the average. Uh, definitely not anywhere at the top you know, top quarterback pay uh, somewhere uh, wherever the average is right now. Yeah, I just I just feel like, you know, 
Daniel Jones reverted back to fumbling the ball. He had that he was basically the turnover team. But this was an elite team. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you expect? I don't know if we maybe we were, maybe we were thinking that they were gonna compete. But they didn't. Yeah, I, I mean I thought they had um overperformed, to be honest with you, most of the year. Um, I think they were a good team that was overperforming. I thought Daniel Jones played exceptionally well, especially if you look at like his weapons and what's around him. Yeah, Saquon's great, but your number one receiver is Richie James. Who the heck is Richie James? Uh, you know, so Darius Slayton had one catch. Let's see next year if they can get some receivers, you know, get a tight end and help you know him a little bit more. Now we can start talking about, okay, can this team really, really compete once they get, you know, to the playoffs? Yeah, I don't know what what their cap hit for next year's be, but I do see New York Giants being big, big time spenders. I do see them, whatever trade, whatever, ha- whatever they need to do to get a number one receipt. I don't know if it's going to be via the draft. I don't know if it's going to be via trade, but I, I feel like watching that game i just felt like eagles were like up on the line the whole time mm-hmm. worried about uh, barker the whole time worried about daniel jones rushing time. they there's no threat there's no deep exactly. threat for the Giants. exactly there's no c- consistent receiving threat on the giants and no disrespect to to james uh, but there isn't you know they need weapons they need a real number one a real number two they need a real tight end and uh, they got some decisions to make you talked about daniel jones saquon barkley too they need to figure out how to re-sign him yeah he's already come out and said he does he's not going to try to break the or re-bank yeah break the bank um so he wants it seems like he wants to be there right he'll sign uh now it's about getting some other pieces how did um have you talked to chris since the game you know, he invited me during the divisional games to go watch the game, and I was like, oh, I'm sick as a dog. It's probably a good thing you didn't go. So it's probably a good thing I didn't go because then they, what I was told, I told them, hey, I want the Giants to be Minnesota. So, and they did. Uh, I don't know what happened with this game. He might have been, but I know that from his social media, he was on the Cowboys right away. <laughs> he was gleaming the Cowboys. And and I think, you know, let's and we'll get to the Cowboys. Because that's a whole different set. So let's let's talk about the Bengals So we had that game and that was, you know, these are the Sunday games. And these are the games that we actually didn't agree on. Mm-hmm. So the Bills were favored by five and a half. Uh sorry, by five points. The over and under was forty eight. You picked the Buffalo Bills, went 30 to 27. The final score was 27 to 10. I picked Cincinnati, 35 to 31. Ron, this was your Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Why did they underperform? They did. They underperformed. Um, I can go a number of different directions with this. Uh, I guess I'll start with the defense. The defense was atrocious uh, to me. And I knew... Like all this noise about Cincinnati's offensive line having to replace two guys, that wasn't going to be a big deal because Buffalo is not, they're not the Ravens. The Ravens have up front 
you know, a really good defensive unit. And that's why they gave uh, Cincinnati a hard time. But I knew Buffalo up front wasn't really going to pose a lot of problems for Burrow. But regardless, you know, they did a poor job uh, getting any pressure on Burrow, stopping the run, you know, covering Jamar Chase. They just look awful on defense. Um, so I guess I'll start there. They gave up 14 points pretty quickly. They were down 14 nothing right away. And then for Buffalo's offense, I mean, what's what's there to say? It's all on Josh Allen. You throw 42 times. You know, he didn't play that well. No touchdowns and interceptions. Uh, and then you can talk about drafting a million running backs. I told you beginning of the year. I don't care if you have Jesus Christ sitting in your backfield. You give them two carries the whole game. It doesn't make a difference. They have no idea offensively what they're doing outside of saying, hey, Josh Allen, can you have a good game for us? Take over, make plays with your legs and your arms and win us the game. That's that's their offensive strategy. And obviously when, you know, they go against uh, a good coach, well-coached team, they get outclassed. They get outcoached. Um so they got to figure out what they're doing offensively um, because, you know, we talk about windows too. There's supposed to be a window that Buffalo's in with Josh Allen and stuff. That window can close pretty quickly. I don't know, you know, who they have up for contracts and stuff, but it can close pretty quickly. And um, it sucks for them that they didn't make it. I don't see them being the top of the AFC next year. I think that's, you got to give it to Cincinnati at this point and then Kansas City after that. Um, so they're a team that needs, they need to worry. Yeah. When I was, you know, when I was watching that game and it started to snow, I immediately I thought, you know, you need to run the ball. Because I, I, I thought, remember a couple of years ago when, when they had Sean McCoy and he just ran all over the snow game. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to do that when there's snow on the ground. And I felt like after Cincinnati went down that first drive and it scored easily because the defense was garbage, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, please run the ball as soon as you get the ball. What they do? Three and out. Mm-hmm. All three passes. Now one run one time. Gave the ball back to Cincinnati. They drive it again. Now you're down 14 nothing. So it's like you don't have a running game. And this was the opportunity to have a running game ready. Bad weather, snowy. You Just know you're not going to pass. It. Commit to the running game. But Because you got running backs. You've had running backs. For some reason, towards the end of the, of the year, when they should have been like, hey, we need a running game. Because we play outside, it's bad mm-hmm. weather. They didn't. Yeah. And I don't know if Josh Allen is hurt. I know he went on the 10th, second half of the game. But it's like, dude, you have, can't let Josh Allen do everything. Yeah, they had some missed opportunity. I mean, it wasn't out of control at half. They had a chance, I think, with the ball right before half. I was like, okay, they're down. What were they down? Um, maybe 10 at that point. I was like, okay, you got the ball. Let's get a drive here. Get at least a field goal, right? Bring it within seven, and you get the ball to start the second half. Now you got a game again. Well, they didn't do anything with that drive, and they didn't do anything. I don't think when they came out in the second half. So the second half, they only scored 
point. Yeah. So they're, I mean, their offense is terrible. I don't know what to tell you. you I know? mean, do you condone Stefan Diggs, you know, putting his hands up? Because, look, he's frustrated because. And I, and I can I can actually agree with him because there was times where Josh missed him. On a Josh call. missed him. Flat out missed him. Flat out times. missed him. And then when he did get the ball to him, it was either too low where he couldn't make a move, um, a football move. Mm-hmm. It was it was just Josh was off, and I think Stefan was like, "Hey man," because the Cincinnati secondary they weren't like attacking right away. They were like making sure that their footing was right, and then they would tackle. So. You basically t- giving the receiver the chance to make a football move and maybe get some extra yards, but the, his throws were so bad. At- Stephon Diggs was like, "Hey man, look at the score. Why can't you get me the ball?" And I was like, "Hey, this is what you asked for. You want somebody who wants the ball in their hand, and it wasn't happening." Yeah. Nah, I I don't. I'm fine with the way he reacted on the field. He was frustrated. He was showing that. I don't mind that. Now, after the game ended, uh, you know, him trying to leave early, um, you know, when your season's over, you, you don't give your coach a chance to talk to the team and you have to be dragged back in. Yeah, I, that I don't agree with. But, you know, for the Bills, again, they got to all be frustrated. And it wasn't just all on Josh Allen either. You know, they had some opportunities to, um, you know, to do other things. I think it's just like from top to bottom, they got out coached and they were out physical. Um, and the Bengals were the better team. Period. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going. I'm going to say it's fifty-fifty. The defense, Josh Allen. You know, even the play calling was terrible. Singletary, six carries is terrible. James took five carries is terrible. It's just all around Buffalo Bills. Still no title. None. None. And was. Was Hamlin there or just his family? He was there. See? He was in the uh, press box or in the, um, you know, in the Bills uh, box. Just just disappointment all around. And I know they're getting a new stadium. And I know that they want their fan base to come back. But, you know, it's like you said, that window is shrinking. Yeah. It's I like mean. you had this year, last year. Even the year before, because, mm-hmm. you know, the Pats, after Brady left, they're not the same. Right. So this is your chance to, like, win something. Yeah. Not just a division, but go beyond that. And yeah. Yeah. And even if you bring your whole team back, which I don't think is going to happen, because I think some of those guys are, or their contracts are done. They're getting older, too. You got Cincinnati that's going to be around. You got Kansas City that's not going where. You got Jackson, we just talked about, that's, you know, up and coming. Right. Let's see if Denver turns it around. Uh, next year let's see what the Steelers and the Patriots got there's lots of competition in the AFC and that's what I mean about the window when you are there in the playoffs you know you're the best you know you're a good team you got to have a good game plan going into these games other than say hey Josh take over because uh, that's not always going to work no not always uh, the final game and this is a game that we both uh, uh, disagreed on as well Uh the Niners against the Cowboys, they were uh, favored by three and a half. It was 46 over and under. Ron, you said the Cowboys would win 20 to 17. Final score was 12 to 19. Niners, I went I went 17 to 
24. I was a little bit more, uh, uh, I'm more appreciative with the Dallas Cowboys final score. Ron, in your estimation, why were you so endeared with Dallas? It's not that I was endeared to them. I was more concerned about Brock Purdy making a mistake, like a, a critical mistake at the wrong time. And Lord knows he gave them plenty of chances, right? They, he, he threw some balls that should have been intercepted. And Dallas, what, they weren't able to, to, to make a play. Um, and then to to have your starting quarterback and Dak Prescott throw those two interceptions, those were killers. Those were absolute killers. Had he not performed as poorly, they could have won. They could have won the game. Um, but, you know, losing... Tony Pollard too. That that was that was huge. You know him going down because now you're stuck with Zeke, who's averaging like less than three yards a carry. I think most of the season. So um, that was a huge loss. I expected, you know, like I said, I expected Dallas to be able to get to like twenty something points, and I expected San Francisco to struggle a little bit and and for Purdy to make a mistake. Now he didn't play that well, but he made some damn good throws when he needed to. You know, I don't want to, you know, say he was all bad. No, he had some really, really, you know, he made some really, really good plays too. But uh, Dallas just missed out on their opportunities, I think, uh, defensively and then offensively for sure. Yeah, I I mean, this is the thing. When I looked at both of these rosters, I just thought that the Niners had a better roster, even with Purdy at quarterback. And the, the last two games that he's played, he was so conservative, and I felt like if you play that game where you don't turn the ball over, you take sacks, and don't get me wrong, he was still running like there was no tomorrow, but he wasn't making mistakes, and that's all all Sh- Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan need is because mm-hmm. he basically plays the same as uh, Jimmy G does. He just doesn't make errors. It's not going to wire you with numbers. I mean, 114 yards, it's not a big, wild number. Mm-hmm. But when you have Kittle, when you have uh, Debo, mm-hmm. when you have McCart, uh, McCarthy, when you have the offensive line that they have, it's just in the defense. Just, just don't, don't, don't kill them, right? It's a better roster. But then when I look at Dak, and I told you last week, what mm-hmm. was my problem with that? He never, it's never consistent. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, when Pollard went down and they zoom in Dak's face, I can, I seen that face before. He looked like he was so up to me now. And you know what? Dak is a nice person. And I feel for him because I think he went to a violent depression when his brother got killed or committed suicide. I feel for him. But he adds additional pressure to himself that really you don't need that. Especially in this game, because I mean this was a defensive battle. You need you need have to like score 30 points yeah you just had to like not turn the ball yeah and he, he couldn't do that the throws that he made were just like god awful they were, like they were right no, at the defender right no at the chance defender. whatsoever you just did you know i i don't know they they were not good interceptions at all um i, I don't know what else to say about dallas uh and it's a shame because how many games did they win this season they went 12 and 5 yeah, I mean they win they they win games, but when it matters, you know, you 
you can't get over the hump. And the other thing, I'll say this about Brock Purdy, there's a lot of hype around him. And I don't want, again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I think he's a good quarterback. He's in the perfect system, man. Any quarterback that goes into that system is going to look good. Put Kenny Pickett in that system. Let's see what he does, right? He threw for 300 yards the game before, but that's only because freaking Devo, like, got one for, like, 80. He took off and, like, you know, and, and ran 80 yards. When you got weapons like that around you, you know, look really good. Yeah, he knew the assignment. The yeah. assignment was... Darren turn the ball over. If you get sacked, you get sacked. Oh well. Right. But don't turn the ball over. But he, he almost like uh, there were a couple times. I'm like, yeah, it hit the defender in the in the hands and yeah. he just drop it. And then there was one time I, I forgot when it was, but he he needed to throw the ball like out of bounds, and he, he almost waited till it was like too late to to throw it out of bounds. Um, but you know, let's see. I and mean, he's a rookie still, so. He can grow on this next year. We'll see, like, what they do with him next year. If he's a starter, or if they'll bring somebody in to, to compete, or what they'll do. Yeah, because it's in it's in Lance. Will he won't he be like fixed up like back yeah, from injury? He'll be by ready then? to go. Yeah, so this is gonna be interesting. You got a number one pick against like a hundred <laughs> the last pick. Yeah, <laughs> the last pick of the NFL. So yeah, so let's 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 talk about the. Conference champion championship Sunday. This is probably like my favorite next to the favorite. Uh, because this is the final four, like the, the NCAA San Francisco at Philadelphia. Uh, Philly's favorite by two and a half is 46 points. Ron, what's your prediction? I got the Eagles winning 23 to 20. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. That 49ers defense is really, really good. But I do think Philly is just, it's just you know, offensively, it's going to be able to, like, score some points. So I'm being conservative with the 23. I think they can actually get more. Uh, but I got them winning 23-20. And I think finally you see, well, I mean, Purdy may not make another uh, mistake. We'll see. If he, you know, how he plays, um, Philly's going to have to play defense, you know, not going to be one-sided like it was against the Giants. There's a lot of weapons on San Francisco, so, but I think Philly should win. That's, I think they have a better, better team. I really do. And Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback. Well, I also have Philly winning 28 to 17. I think it may be even less than that. I think this is going to be a defensive battle. Philly's going to run the ball. Or at least try to run the ball. Uh, San Francisco is the same thing. They're going to try to run the ball. You know, but I think that Philly comes out on top. I think Hurst, you know, has AJ Brown, has uh, Devontae Smith. But then you can say that about the Niners, right? They have Debo. I don't and Who's the guy on the other side? He has a weird last name. I can't even pronounce it. They have Kittle, mm-hmm. McCaffrey. I, this is just an all-star of conference camp. I, I really, uh, is this a three o'clock or the six o'clock? Uh, this is a three o'clock. Yeah, so I make sure. Which is weird. You would think on the, uh, well, where is this game being played? Philly's, oh, Philly's the home, home yeah, team, so. so. Might, it's 12 yeah. o'clock San Francisco time. Oh, okay. so Kansas City game, so Kansas City game, my, my. 6.30. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Kansas City, Cincinnati at Kansas City. 
Uh, Cincinnati is actually favored by one and a half. The 47 point over and under. Ron, what's your prediction? I got the Bengals winning. Um, again, you know, regardless of if Mahomes played, I think Burrow has had his number. He's won three in a row. So I got the Bengals winning 28 to 24. I think they'll they'll be able to pull it off. Yeah, I actually have uh, Cincinnati winning this game also 24 to 17. That injury to Mahomes, I don't think he's going to be there. I know he's going to be taped up to holy hell. But, I mean, I don't like the Kansas City defense. And the Cincinnati defense, all of a sudden, I don't know if the schemes are working. I don't know if they're getting back from injury. But that is a pretty good defense. Yeah, and I'm not a big Eli Apple fan. Mm-hmm. They're okay. Yeah. They, you know, I, they just do enough. Yeah, they do enough. And I think offensively for Cincinnati, they're just not based. They can go anywhere. Play at home on the road doesn't matter. It's he. I mean, it's really Joe Burrow is Joe Cool. You know, he's calm, collected, and is you know, he doesn't ever seem to get rattled. And I think all the weapons he has around him, um, you know, he's going to be the better quarterback. Obviously, he's going to be the most healthy quarterback too, playing on Sunday. So we have Philly playing Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. Both agree that these are the both. Both agree that these are the better teams mm-hmm. from each conference, and let's just see what happens. Yeah. I don't, I don't. This is just a prediction, but this is going to be an exciting championship someday. Should be great. Should be really, really great. If you love football, you're gonna love this Sunday. So, what are you doing for the games? What are you? Where are you watching? So, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do for the games because I just obviously wherever I go. You're gonna be like, can we come? Hmm. So whether I watch it in your house, wanna come. Whether I go to, you know, wild buffalo wings or, you know, uh, what's the other place that we like to go to? Uh, Duffy's. 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 Whether I go to Duffy's or whether I go to the ale house, it's like my crew has to come. Mm-hmm. It's like my crew has to come. So I don't know where I'm gonna watch it. You know, I don't know. I'm definitely. You know what? This is the one time that I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cook. If everything's gonna be either takeout or whatnot, because mm-hmm. I just want to be sitting in front of the exactly. TV, exactly watching Watch the game, game, relaxing. I don't want to be like bothered. I don't mm-hmm. want to be looking over the stove or looking at the grill, or whatnot. I'm not not gonna. Yeah, it's not the game. Yeah, you know, and and no, we do that for the Super Bowl where we just order out. But right. this time, I really, really want to see every single. Nah. Yeah, should what, be. What should about be. you? Where are you gonna watch it? I don't have any plans. I already told my wife that you know there's nothing on Saturday, so we if we want to do anything with the family, let's do it Saturday. <laughs> because come Sunday, games are both on Sunday. You're not gonna hear from me or see me. Take our son, go do something uh, to entertain yourselves, uh, because I'm gonna be locked in. So. I don't know. Um, I'm okay with watching it at home. I'm okay with going out. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. I just I want to enjoy the game. Yeah, I want to enjoy the game. I want to enjoy the game. It's not the game. Yes, yeah, true. Both the games. games mm-hmm. Both games I want to enjoy. Uh, uh, I also want to say before we end up, uh, so we have what? We have this show, Super Bowl show, Super Bowl after, 
to do a quick review and then what then we have the draft and then or no we have the free agent and then the draft so i'm telling you right now for the free agents in the draft it's gonna be podcast only so if you're we're not i'm gonna shut this down after the super we do the super Bowl review or review preview review super Bowl, and then review so after the review i'm gonna shut it down if you want to follow us go right now and find us on your favorite podcast wherever you listen to iphone itunes you know spotify amazon music whatever then we'll come back in august and then we'll do our teams of you and blah 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 and all that stuff so i'm just mentioning this to, to our viewers now because i don't want you to be like oh where'd you guys go what happened yeah. to you guys no we are on a break we will yes. go on a break we got real lives you know yeah we got real lives <laughs> we can't do this all the time and oh i also want to mention if you want to support us just go on patreon go on patreon send us a couple of bucks here and there we, we won't be mad at you this <laughs> we do this for the love of the game and you listen to us for the love of the game so just spread that love spread the love it's all right it's gonna be you know it's just between us don't have to tell nobody uh yeah so that that's that's my uh that's your pitch that's my pitch that's <laughs> my pitch so that's gonna be it anything else that you want to say right no man just looking forward to uh sunday everyone um stay safe a lot of crazy stuff in the news especially in california this week crazy country we live in uh just stay safe enjoy the games and um thanks again for all your support yes stay safe so on that note i say peace, peace. hey guys thanks again for watching uh don't forget to like and subscribe any questions or comments feel free to hit us up on uh shut your mouth podcast at gmail.com that's shut ym podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on twitter or on instagram at sym podcast thanks again